Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we discuss how to wisely manage your resources, your influence, and on today's episode, your family. Kind of. I mean, we're talking about teenagers, right? Yeah. Kids these days. What to, what to teach your kids about money, uh, particularly your teenage kids, because we have lots of content about what to teach any kids, but we're going to get a little more specific, a little bit a little bit specific talking about teens. Yeah, and I think with teenagers, there's like a sense of urgency that's there. They're about to become adults. They have a lot more autonomy and more responsibility. And you as a parent, you feel and recognize like oh, the time is coming where they're going to have to learn how to win with money. If not, that could be a problem, right? There's pressure there. And on this episode, we have Brandon Ream with us. And Brandon is specifically on the episode because you are leading the live events that we do at Stewardship. Yeah. And we have a live event coming up where you can come with your teen to this event. And we're going to give a lot of details and walkthroughs about how to handle money from a teen's perspective or what you can do as a parent to help that teen with money, right? Yeah, super excited about this event. Yeah, I really like the fact that we're going to be partnering with parents yes. and the teens. It's yeah. not an event just for parents. It's not an event just for teens. It's something that we're going to, you know, do all together mm-hmm. um, and kind of walk through, you know, a couple hours of stuff that we're pretty passionate about. And yeah. um, I am super excited about this event. Yeah, and ho- hopefully this episode. It gives you a little taste about some of the things that you can expect at the event. Um, And we're going to even give some really good uh, processes, tips, or things that you can take action on after you're done listening to this episode uh, to help your teen win with money, whether you go to the event or not. Um, But I think there's a fact that we have to talk about. There's a problem. And that is your kids, they're going to learn about money whether you help them or not. Brandon, you just said like, hey, we're going to partner with you so that you can do this together. Whether a parent is intentionally walking their teen through this with them together or not, their teen's going to learn about money, right? Yeah. I mean, it's and it's one of those things where even if, let's say, we did a whole week conference, you know, and we did it with just, you know, teenagers and we, you know, kind of like youth camp, right? And we just walk through all the ins and outs of finances. We provided all the facts, the history, the, all the different industries are out, you know, that are out there. You know, we could, we could do an intensive course for an entire week. Mm -hmm. And yet a month later, maybe 5% of what we talked about stuck. Yeah. You know? And so the hope is, right, that we are going to empower parents to walk through this with their teenagers because it is a journey. Yeah. And it is a long journey. Yeah. And it is something where there's going to have to be repetitive things yes. put in place and accountability and conversations and continued conversations. And as a parent, that can seem really overwhelming because we have so much on our plate. Mm-hmm. There is so much that we want to talk to our kids about and we don't always get to it. Yeah. And so we need help. We need a community. Yeah. And so that's what we're kind of hoping is that we can step in and be that community for parents to help them in this journey with their kids. Because as you said, they're going to learn about it one way or another. Mm-hmm. Money is unavoidable. Yeah. 
Like it, it just is. It's one of those things where you are going to encounter it one way or another. You are going to handle it one way or another. Yep. Part of being an adult. It's just, it's going to happen. Yep. And so we want to partner with parents because we know parents want the best for their kids. Yeah. And the, uh, the thing about this, I think most parents are, have a lot of fear. It's like, yeah, I understand it's a journey, Brandon. I hear you. Yeah, I understand I have to repeat things to my child and walk uh, through portions of life with them for them to understand stuff. But how? Like, what do I say? Where do I go? Right? And that's our hope is to fill in some of those blanks, to give some of that how, to give some of those easy things. And and like, I just, just needs to be said. I mean, Daniel, you, you have followed and, and are familiar with some uh, – you know, financial gurus and talking heads out there, especially in the evangelical community as it pertains to money. And is it just me or do they just like, they have some shame that they come with? Oh, for sure. That if you're not doing it this certain way, you're going to hell or like you're a bad person or now you're a bad parent. You might even be listening to this thinking of some like shame or fear. Like that's a part of this. Yeah. And, and I think that that's wrong. And, and I, if you're listening to this with any type of fear or maybe any type of shame because you haven't started that journey with your kids or you haven't done anything intentionally, you don't know where to start, it's okay. It's okay. Thanks, Grant. You're welcome. I mean, look, you got – Olive is such a cute baby girl and you're going to be walking her through this stuff and you, you and Heather probably have no idea where to start, you know? Yeah. And, and that's okay. It's like our society isn't setting things up. I mean, Brandon, you've got three – uh, growing boys, and it's not like there's a ton of resources out there that that can help. Um, so it's okay. It's okay if you're a parent thinking this. You you don't have to have shame for not taking your kids down that journey that you just mentioned before. Totally, yeah. And and like you said, it's it's one of those things where, you know, when I was and you, you know, have been involved with youth at you know your your church and. I used to be a teacher, as we've talked about in the past, and, you know, I've been involved in youth ministry, and it's one of those topics, you know, finances, that just isn't discussed mm-hmm. throughout schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, I took woodworking and I took ceramics, but I never had a class, you know, on finances. That's crazy. Say that out loud again. You took woodworking and ceramics, but they never gave you a finance class. Look. I made a baller jewelry box. <laughs> Couldn't buy any jewelry to put in it. But, you know. Yeah, I didn't know. Didn't have no resources. It's not exactly doing any good right now. Oh, man. I can't. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> but whoever has it, you're welcome. Oh, man. But that's the thing is, like, I we did that, right? And it's not a bad thing. I mean, learning to do things with your hands and be creative and all that stuff is super valuable. I'm not knocking those things. But we have that. But a lot of kids don't get that intentional instruction and are just kind of thrown into adulthood with a good luck, yeah, you know, type of mentality. And again, I get it. As a parent, I get it. There are things that I look back and I'm like, man, I wish I would have taught my kids that. I mm-hmm. wish I would have talked through that. Mm. But you just have a lot on your plate and we need help. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help. Yeah. Well, you know – as it pertains to, to finances, one of the topics with finances that we can be scared of for our children is that they would get into debt. And at Stewardship, we 
are a company of home loan insurance and investment advisors that serve people with wisdom and love. So we want to make sure on this podcast we're hitting you with some uh, money advice and, and money tips. So we're going to hit them with a one-minute money tip about credit cards. Dan, go ahead and hit it. What is the right way to use a credit card? Well, first we must establish this. Credit cards are not evil. They're amoral. They're not good. They're not bad. But the way that an individual can use a credit card can be good or bad. So what's the good way of using it? Well, you use it with intention and with a plan. Here's how I use mine. I typically use my credit card for online purchases when I'm traveling or in places where it's known or it's common for debit card, credit card numbers to get stolen. I'd rather have my credit card number stolen than my actual bank account number stolen because then they're stealing real money rather than just stealing a credit card balance. It's a little bit different. There's more security a lot of times in those credit card situations. But the best way, once you charge it, the plan for me, I pay it off every single week and sometimes many days throughout the week. So the best way to use a credit card? No, it's not evil. Have a plan and that plan should be make sure you pay it off at least weekly. So this is a, a big thing that we need to understand when teaching our children about money, that certain financial products, certain financial uh, services or things that you can engage with as it pertains to money, they're not good or bad. They There's all no have moral value. Exactly. And, and really what this can do is um, it can create um, – a barrier for your children in the future from engaging in a particular product or service that might be great for them based on how their life plays out. Or worse, it can create uh, behaviors or a mindset of maybe even a victim mentality as they grow. Um, and that is huge when teaching your, your, your children about money. It's not the credit card that you know screwed you over, for lack of better terms. It's not the credit cards or the credit card companies that made you file bankruptcy or made you get into debt. It's you. It's, it's your choices. This is your choices, your behaviors is how you typically get to the place that you get to with your finances. That's a big, big step one as it pertains to understanding how to win with money, right? Um, yeah, I feel like that that piece there, you brought up victim mindset. Uh, I feel like it's it's going to be vital that I teach my daughter that she's not a victim. However, some companies are trying to get her, like, take advantage of her through advertising, through, um, you know, just trying to get her to spend money she doesn't have. That can be bad, but ultimately it's her responsibility to, to take responsibility for her choices and her behaviors. And that's what I think I need to teach her. Uh, that's what sometimes I need to remember for myself. Yeah. Uh, as I guess a recent teenager. Yeah. Um, that... Well, I mean, there's a difference between uh, being a victim and, and, and teaching a victim mentality and teaching defense. Right. Like you, we need to teach our children about like, hey, be aware of these things, but they're not evil. The way that you would engage with that could be bad. You know, not yeah. not not the thing itself is is always bad. Um so I think I think that's a really important step as as we're looking into this. And and that's another, you know, like a lot of people think that in this live event, Brandon, they're going to expect showing up with their teen and we're just going to teach them how to budget and then they'll win with money. Uh, how much of the content that we put together is about budgeting? Like what percentage of it? I think it's one slide. Literally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there there is next to no content in this live event about budgeting because here's the truth about budgeting. 
I know plenty of people that have built wealth and done really well with finances and don't budget. We have a blog about that. <laughs> we do have a blog about that. Yeah. Um, and budgeting is great. It, it can be a great tool. Budgeting is it good or bad, right? It's amoral as well. Um, but it's a great thing that can help you with some behaviors. Um, but there's a million different ways to budget. And you don't need a whole like course or one-day event to teach you how to budget because budgeting is essentially here's your income. Here's your expenses. Don't spend more than you make. Got it? Got it. Great. Like, that's it. That's it. Um, so, yeah, I just – I think that uh, it's important as we're walking through this with our children, as we're teaching them about money, that mindset that, you know, I hit in that one-minute money tip was, hey, like, credit cards, they're not good or bad. we got to keep that mindset as we're teaching our kids about money. And two – when you think about money, oh, I might also think to, to help my kids win with money, it's all about budgeting. Sure, like help them understand not to spend more money than they make. But like that's not that's not the big thing. That's not the big thing. Brandon, what are the, the three areas of money that we're going to uh, hit, the three questions we're going to answer in this event? Yeah, so we are going to look at – um, as you mentioned, three specific questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is going to be, what is money? Yeah. And I know that sounds pretty simple, mm-hmm. but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going to briefly look at just how, you know, money got started and how it's gotten to the point where it is now. Yeah. And that's important because one of the things that you mentioned in your presentation material is you talked about the uh, bartering. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of how... Like it started and that, that's where it came from. Understanding that money is kind of what we use now to barter with um, is a big deal in helping people not see money as good or evil, right? Yep. And having the right mindset and the, a non-victim mentality with money. So the history of money is going to – understanding that is going to help have the proper mindset moving into some of these other questions that we're trying to answer. Yeah, and, and, and money, in, in a way, takes many forms nowadays. It's yep. not as simple as it used to be. Yep. And so we're going to kind of walk through that and really you know, dive into detail. Um, the second question is, what does God say about money? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's probably the most important question mm-hmm. we can answer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the creator of all things had a lot to say about money. He talked about money in the Bible. There are more verses about money than there are... About heaven or hell. Yeah. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, because it impacts everybody, mm-hmm. you know, in, in every stage of your life, mm-hmm. you know. And so, yeah, walking through what does God say about money, um, we're going to spend a lot of time there. Yeah. And um, probably the it's probably the one I'm, I'm most excited about, mm-hmm. um, you know, just because I think there's a lot of misunderstanding, you know, about money. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll just say briefly, it, it almost seems like, and, and again, I'm speaking from my experiences. I don't know that this is the case across the board, but in my experience, I've, I've come across a lot of uh, Christians who almost look at making money and having wealth as a bad thing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of this concept that if you have money or you're making money or being profitable or caring about profit or this, like it just, it's like this bad thing. Yeah. 
Um, and so I'm, I'm excited about walking through that uh, through that discussion. Yeah, and like really one of the main points that I want to drive home in that part of the presentation is that money is an unbelievable, amazing opportunity to yep. worship God. That's Absolutely. big. And, and this is going to be extremely helpful in helping your teen win with money, making sure that they have the right understanding and the right mindset getting that history about what money really is and how it's really working in today's world. But then, too, what does God say about money? It helps you understand and take it from, like, just this thing that could, you know, be evil or it could be great and we want to worship it, to No, it's another tool that we can use to worship the Lord. Like, how cool is that? Like, yeah, let's go to a church on Sundays and sing songs and praise Him and worship Him that way. Yeah, let's go and serve and worship when we go serve in other areas. Um, we can worship God in a countless ways in so many areas of our life, especially with our money. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel like in the church world, there's a there seems to be a, a combining where we we combine money with character. Mm. So whether we're feeling shame because we're not teaching our kids about money or I I know when I thought I was doing things right because I was following the instruction of a particular uh, Christian talking head about money, I felt like now I can judge my family because they're not doing it that way and I'm uh, better than them. And so, yeah. like, th- yeah. it's not just shame. It's, it's character overall. And I find—so in my head, I may have thought how, how money is handled is, is a display of character, but more so money enhances the character within me already so right whether i have like more money isn't going to make me a better person mm-hmm. more money is going to make me more of whatever i already am yeah so i feel like it's important that we don't just teach our teens about money but teach our teens good character yep so that when money comes into play it enhances that good character yeah rather than the other way around yeah there, there's i think the key word is um, focusing in on that that word of of opportunity money gives us the opportunity to provide for our families, the opportunity to, um, you know, have a roof over our head and eat food, and, um, opportunity to, to go have fun experiences, opportunity to go give. But there's an opportunity for worship there and an opportunity for us to worship that money or worship the work that gives us that money or the things that give us the money or worship God with the money and worship God with our efforts to go get that money. And we're going to really hammer that home in, in the second portion. What's the last portion of, of what we're going to talk about at the event? Yeah, so the Third and final question that we're going to dive into is how to be a good steward yeah. of your money. Yeah. And that's where we're going to hit, hey, you know what? There's This is how you budget. It'll be like one slide, make it simple and easy for people to understand. But there's other areas that are way more important to help you win with money, uh, way more important than budgeting. Uh, one of them is saving. So we're going to talk about saving and having good saving behaviors. One of them is giving. You need to make the pursuit of money and and uh, the retention of your money uh, something that is eternal or something beyond yourself more than just you, right? And it makes it sustainable. Uh, but the most important thing about money and something we want to talk about here in this podcast is your income. That's it. You guys, if, if you want to help your teen win with money, you really want to help them focus on that income, how to go get the money. And we're going to talk about step-by-step details about how to do that in the event. I'm going to give some of those step-by-step details to you to you now. Um, you might be thinking to yourself, well, what do you mean? Like, what? how do I go help um, my teen go and get money? Uh, the We say it here all the time at Stewardship. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you see me say this all the time. 
It's all about finding a need and filling it. Like we have this really cool society where if there are needs that are out there, ways to serve others, love others, care for others, you can earn an income from that. Find a need and you fill it. So maybe you as a parent, you know some business owners or managers or leaders that are making hiring decisions that are currently finding needs in the community and filling them. And maybe you can introduce your children to those people. Have them shake their hand. And you can make those introductions so that they can you know, earn some income. Another area that that you can help with your team to get money, you can not only introduce them to people, but you can help them discover some cool things about them. Brandon, my guess is you think your kids are pretty talented. Yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) Daniel, you believe your child is talented as well. Absolutely. She knows all her alphabet letters. Amazing. All of them. them. Uh, And like, that's like a thing. You know your kids' talents better than anybody else. So how can you help them take those talents and fill needs in the community? How can you help develop those talents, give your child confidence in those talents to maybe even start a business of their own or help them connect those talents with other businesses and other places that are in the community uh, that are currently filling needs? Help them see how their talents and their abilities can fill needs in the community. That's a huge way of of earning an income. My two-year-old can teach one-year-olds their alphabet. There you go. (laughs) Yes. Starting businesses now. Exactly. I mean, like, that sounds, uh that's kind of funny, and it is funny. But that's, like, legit. That's, like, a great thing to talk about. I would love that. If I had a one-year-old and I knew that a two-year-old would be able to, like, they'd probably teach it better than myself, right? And sometimes we all know that uh, your kids listen to other people more than you, (laughs) Uh, which is one of the reasons why we're doing this event, because you might have said things over and over to your child about money. But then if it comes from us on stage, they might listen to it a little bit differently, right? But income is extremely important. And if there is something that you can do along this journey to help your teen win with money, Brandon, it's helping them discover what the needs are in the community introducing them to people that are currently filling needs, but then also just talking to them about their abilities that they have and, and, and how they can fill those needs. Now, all right, Brandon, you, let's say you don't know anybody. You don't know any managers. You don't know any business owners, right? Let's say you've already talked to your kids a ton about their abilities, but it's still not turning into a conversation or an opportunity for them to earn income. You know, something that you learned in sports was how to work hard, how to do things even when you didn't want to. How has that helped you in your ability to earn income as an adult? Man, uh, it's probably the number one thing that has helped me provide for my family. Yes. Um, Just that determination, that grit, that um, just push through work hard mentality, you know, when, um, when things are difficult, when you don't feel like it. And that's honestly that, that's a mindset I've, you know, probably more than anything in regards to money and earning an income. That's probably the one thing I've hammered home with my kids, um, consistently Hmm. is just that idea of you got to work hard. Yeah. You have to work. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, and we've had a, a whole podcast on rest. 
Mm-hmm. And and there's a, you know a balance there and everything. It's not you know in my opinion, it's not burn yourself out. Right. But um, but when it's time to work, work hard. Yep. And I you know as a business owner, I will take a hard worker over a super talented person every single time. So if you're on this journey with your child, repeating certain things to them throughout the journey, and trying to walk through this journey with them about, hey, this is how you can go get income, the repetition of being a hard worker, creating for them opportunities to learn how to be a hard worker, and encouraging them when they are working hard, that's big. That is big. Life isn't easy. And many times, the work that you do, when it is a sacrifice, when it isn't easy, that can sometimes be an even greater act of worship. You know, uh, So working hard and teaching them to be a hard worker, to earn that income, that's the most impo- one of the most important things that you can do to help your teen win with money. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's absolutely crucial because we, you can maybe have the best behaviors in the world, right? You, like going back to what we talked about early on, you can, your kid can have the exact right mindset where they're not a victim and they don't see things like credit cards as bad or evil. They don't see money as bad or evil. They can know the history about money. They can know that God says Uh, what God says about money, and they can have the right mindset with all that. They can even have really great behaviors of like learning how to save and learning how to give. But if they don't have the ability to earn income, what good is any of that? There's nothing. Like there's just, there's nothing. Uh, So going to get the income is the most important thing uh, when, for, for all of our personal finances. And uh, I'm excited to, to go through this live event and to give even more practical step-by-step details of how you can teach your children to earn an income, go get that money, then also teach them about the saving and the giving and all the other practical steps. Yes, the budgeting as well. So, Yeah, something that just occurred to me as you were talking about that, the teens need to know how to go get income. It got me thinking about uh, maybe like, I don't know, when I was a teenager, there was a lot of emphasis on finding a career, what do you want to do with your life? And there wasn't a lot of emphasis on just go get a job somewhere and start there. Yeah. And when I got my first job, it, it was at the Hallmark store. And I was the only guy. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> I was the only guy who worked there and the only person under 40 who worked there. Uh, and it was just because they had a help wanted sign. And so I feel like another important thing to teach our teens is like, look for help wanted because you're help. Yeah, you, you can help. Oh, so it doesn't good. matter where the job is. Just start somewhere because you can learn things and you can, if nothing else, learn the ability to work hard at any job. I'm still stuck on the fact that he worked at Hallmark and this is the first time we're finding out. <laughs> is that where all your jokes come from? Yeah, I just read <laughs> the shoebox cards. cards. The shoebox <laughs> is the comedy at line. The last, how long have you been working here? Four years. The last four years make so much more sense now. <laughs> All the dad jokes. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to derail everything. I'm just like blown away. That's so good. That is so great. I love what you said. Like, look for help wanted signs, right? Look for where people, where there's a need and go fill that need. Jump in and make it happen. Um, and, and don't get caught up too much in making sure you're doing the exact career or the exact thing that you want to do. Because uh, the truth is, we're in a fallen world, and work isn't going to be perfect, and there's going to be pain and some stinking to it. But especially when they're younger, teaching them to work hard. I mean, I, my first job was Taco Bell. I mean, come on. You know, like mm. everybody starts out somewhere. 
Uh, beyond getting amazing chalupas for free when I was working there, did you know that they made me work up front and would not let me make the food after about a week because I said I talked too much? I was distracting <laughs> everybody. I've also been a part of you making food, and I've seen people get food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they were on to something. They were on to something. No, they don't care at Taco Bell. Oh. People get food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> There's no... Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you guys, this is the, the episode uh, of learning how to teach your kids about money. Big thing is make sure that your kids have don't have that victim mindset. They don't see credit cards, money, or things like that as good or evil. They're amoral, right? But it's their choices, their decisions that can be good or evil. And the big thing that they've got to focus on is income. And when you're walking your kids through this journey, helping them understand that income is important, creating ways for them to potentially go get income by introducing them to people, but really just repeating to them hard work, encouraging them in their hard work. It's a big, big deal. All right. So the live event is coming up. You are invited. You may come to this event and we'll have a link in the description somewhere. Yeah. Links are all over the description, all over the social medias. Yeah. And you'll be able to see more information about the live event. And Brandon, they can come with their team. Come on over and learn, right? Yeah, that's the hope. August 26th? Yeah. So if you have one, two, three teens, four teens. Doesn't matter. Blessed like that. If you have five (laughs) teens or six teens, we're sorry. Bring them all. (laughs) Uh, we, We would love to see you guys. We'd love to shake your hand, give you a hug, say hi. Um, and you'll get even more detail about to helping your teens with money at the event. I hope you found this episode helpful. Please share it with your other friends and family that have teenagers. We'll see you guys later. <laughs>